Welcome to the Pet Podcast for pet parents, pet lovers, and it's all about pets. I'm Lauren, a certified professional pet sitter and pet owner. I want to thank everyone for tuning into the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Pet Podcast. Before we dive in today, I just want to thank everyone for all of their support on social media. Our community of followers is growing, and I'm so excited everyone is enjoying what we have to say. If you don't already, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pep Podcast. We've got some really great stuff coming up on our social media, so I don't want you to miss out on it. We also have some amazing interviews scheduled coming up here shortly, and I'm very excited for everyone to hear those as well. But let's dive into today. So we're going to switch it up a little bit. I know I talk a lot about dogs and cats, but today I want to talk about my favorite pocket pet, guinea pigs. So guinea pigs are in the rodent family. They are, yes, right alongside mice and chinchillas. And contrary to their name, they are not from Guinea and they don't resemble pigs. They are originally from South America, particularly the Andes region, what is now known as Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, right around there, the Andes Mountains. So guinea pigs are a great household pet. I had guinea pigs when I was younger. They are sweet and adorable. They are sometimes nocturnal. So you do have to note that, that, you know, they can make some noise at nighttime while you want to be sleeping. A few other things, guinea pigs are easily startled. They resemble goats almost. When a goat is scared, it freezes, then then falls over. Well, guinea pig just freezes in place and you wouldn't even think it was a real guinea pig. They're as still as a rock. But there are ones that do take off and hide. One of my favorite things about guinea pigs is when they are excited, they do what is known as a popcorn dance. They hop up and down on their feet in a little happy fashion, just like they're dancing. But they are not very agile creatures, not good climbers. However, they are good swimmers. I know I mentioned this before, they can be nocturnal. They are also quite vocal. They whistle purr, make bubbling noises when they're happy and excited or content. And they are also on the flip side known to whine, shriek, squeal, or chatter, quick clicking of the teeth when they're in discomfort or are afraid. Guinea pigs are one of the few creatures that really, really, really thrive when living in groups of two or more. A lot of places, if you go to adopt a guinea pig, a a guinea pig rescue, for example, They will not let you adopt just one guinea pig. They are very social creatures. They do not do well mentally by themselves. So that is something you definitely need to take in consideration if you're thinking about adding a guinea pig to your family. You should pay attention to the sex of the guinea pigs as well. Guinea pigs, the females are considered sows. The males are called boars. You can absolutely have two sows together. No problems. If you have a sow and a boar, you need to make sure that your sow is neutered. They reproduce very quickly. But most importantly, what you need to know is you cannot have two boars together. 
they become aggressive. It's not a good thing. So you definitely know two males, get two females or a male and a female as long as, you know, they're neutered or spayed. So they don't (laughs) reproduce because they, again, like rabbits, reproduce very quickly. You want to definitely start handling guinea pigs from a young age. They become very content with being picked up and carried, and they will really seldom bite or scratch you as long as they're used to getting that kind of interaction on a regular basis. They are fairly timid creatures in general. They do enjoy exploring, but not to the point of a dog or cat that would really like be like, all right, I'm going over there. I'm going to check it out. They are much more timid explorers. They will rarely even attempt to escape from a cage. There's a lot of guinea pig cages where there is a bottom and four sides, but no top. Again, guinea pigs innately will not try to escape their enclosures, even if there is an opportune time to do so. Guinea pigs will become familiar with their owner, and they have been known to whistle on the owner's approach, which is very, I just think, such a sweet thing and a great way to connect with your guinea pig. I know we talked a little bit about how you shouldn't have just one guinea pig, but fun fact, in Switzerland, it is illegal and forbidden by law to own just one guinea pig. Guinea pigs became very popular pocket pets in the U.S. and Europe when trade was thriving in the 16th century. Because they were looked at as exotic pets, they were extremely popular with upper class and royalty. So a few fun things about guinea pigs, but this is what I really found interesting. When I had guinea pigs, one had medium hair, one had short hair. And you know, I didn't really think too much of it. They were very sweet creatures. But in doing more research and caring for guinea pigs with our pet sitting business, there are a lot more breeds of guinea pigs than I thought there were. We'll talk a little bit about the different breeds. So domestic guinea pigs range anywhere from about one and a half to two and a half pounds when fully grown. They typically live about four to five years, but living up to eight years is not unheard of with proper care. The Guinness Book of World Records has the oldest guinea pig to live was 14 years old, which is very exciting. That is almost quadruple the life expectancy of a guinea pig. It is at least triple. So that I thought was kind of fun to share with you. There are hairless breeds of guinea pigs, which they are just adorable creatures. They really are even without hair. So one of them is the skinny pig. The skinny pig is a mostly hairless breed and they've become extremely popular as well. They usually have hair on their muzzles, so right around their mouth and nose, on their feet and legs, but are hairless over the rest of their body. When they have hair in those places, it's very light. It's not very thick, but it does give them a little bit of a different appearance. They sometimes will also have little poofs right on top of their head, which I just think are adorable. Skinny pigs are not slimmer or thinner than other breeds of guinea pig, but it simply refers to the exposed skin. Skinny pigs also tend to eat more to keep them warm and regulate their body temperature since they don't have the fur to do that. There is a different type of hairless guinea pig, which is called the Baldwin pig. It's nearly hairless again, 
But Baldwins are born with a full coat of hair and then sheds out with age until only a little hair remains on the feet. Sometimes a little bit on the face as well, but mainly on the feet. And that's caused by genetics kind of getting twisted a little bit with breeding and breeding different breeds together. And that's how they got those. We'll get out of the hairless pigs and let's talk about the American and the English short hair. These guinea pigs are probably what you imagine when I say guinea pig. They have short, smooth coats. Uh, The American guinea pig is known for its sweet and docile personality and considered by many to be an excellent breed for new owners. And this goes the same for the English. They just come from different lineages. They have the same personality traits, same fur coats. You'll get the same colors, which guinea pigs come in a wide range of colors in both the English and the American. So we also have, now we're getting into a little bit more of a longer, what I would consider more medium hair, is the Abyssinian. So this coat is a very unique one. Be sure to check out our Instagram post. I will have a picture of this breed of guinea pig up there because their coat is ruffled with cowlicks or rosettes. They have very interesting coats. Their coats actually require very specific grooming to keep those rosettes looking nice and fresh and clean. Again, it's a breed of guinea pig relatively common to both the pet uh, realm of guinea pigs as well as the show guinea pigs. So it's a their hair is approximately an inch and a half long, like I said, about a medium hair, I would say, and it's marked with the swirls known as rosettes. A perfect Abyssinian guinea pig will have eight to 10 distinct rosettes, one on each shoulder, two to four on the back, one on each hip, and two on the rump. The fur, again, comes in many different colors, and it is difficult. This breed is a difficult breed to breed because of those rosettes. I'm sure if you see an Abyssinian guinea pig, the rosettes may not be perfect, but they are still amazingly beautiful creatures. This particular breed has been described as being a little bit more energetic than the short hair breeds, but they're actually a little bit easier to train as well. This particular breed is a high energy. They are a little bit braver in terms of checking new things out. Again, not that they're going to escape their enclosure, but they get a little bit more oomph to their steps sometimes. So we'll talk about the long hair breeds. We have a Peruvian, a Silky, and a Coronet. So all of these, when I say long hair, I think nice, long, flowing locks. Well, that is what these guinea pigs have. Long, straight, silky hair. It does cover their whole body. It covers their feet. So they do look like a little dust mop, which is just, I think, adorable. So to distinguish between these three breeds of guinea pigs is determined solely on the direction on where the hair naturally grows and then the direction the hair naturally lays on the guinea pig itself. So the Peruvian has a long, smooth coat 
including a prominent forelock resulting in a portion of its coat on the head and neck growing forward. The rest of the hair on the body is kind of naturally falling back, except the head and the neck kind of falls forward. Again, be sure to check out our Instagram page. We'll have pictures of all of these breeds up there for you. So a silky is also called a sheltie, long, smooth coat that flows over the back and the body. Silkies will never have rosettes or any hair growing in a direction towards its face. So that, there's your difference between the Peruvian and the silky. The silky and its coat, or the silky's coat, forms a slight teardrop shape, and it's generally accepted to have some what of a longer sweep of the hair in the rear. So almost like a little bit of a, a tail. The coronet resembles the silky with its smooth coat growing backwards over its body, but it has a crest on its forehead. As with the short coat crested breeds, this crest should be symmetrical and distinct with a small center and no sticking hairs. So it does look like almost a little bit of a mohawk. So again, check out our Instagram page. So next we have the Texel. This is a breed of guinea pig that I didn't even know existed. Texel guinea pigs were originally bred in Britain. They are characterized by their long, curly coats, and fur is a little bit coarser, not so curly and shorter around their faces. They have curls, and it's definitely a thicker hair. So what I would think is, think maybe terrier, Airedale terrier. That's kind of the same texture it looks like this same curl as an Airedale Terrier, but I think these are just adorable. I had never seen a guinea pig that looked like this before, and I don't think I've ever seen one in real life. We also have a Sheba. It's a long hair guinea pig, but they have mutton chop whiskers. Oh, I couldn't. They're often referred to as the bad hair day guinea pigs as well. They have a very tussled, disheveled look, almost a just rolled out of bed hairdo, and it does make them look adorable. And then the last breed we're going to talk about is the teddy. The teddy, think teddy bear, because that's exactly what these look like. They have short, rough, dense, springy coats, and everything just kind of stands up straight out. So they look like little poof balls. They're absolutely adorable. These particular guinea pigs have a longer coat on their belly. They also come in plush and harsh coats. So the plush-coated animals have a little bit of that softer, while the harsh-coated ones have a coarser texture. You know, and that comes depending on the breeder and which two guinea pigs that were being bred. So a little tips for care for guinea pigs, grooming. Short hair breeds can be combed or brushed about once a week. Some of the longer hair breeds like the Peruvian, the Silky, even the Texel, long hair breeds may require daily grooming. So that's something to consider when you're looking to add a guinea pig to your family. Another thing you need to make sure to consider is their nails. Their nails grow very fast and they have to be trimmed regularly. Just like cats or dogs, the nails have to be trimmed trimmed regularly. It helps with gripping while walking and you never want anything to get stuck where it could rip out and injure the animal. So it's pretty simple to clip guinea pigs nails. You can use clippers that you would for cat's nails or even dog's nails. 
If you don't feel comfortable doing it, definitely talk to a vet or a groomer. I would call them before just showing up for a nail trim for your guinea pig. Not all vets or groomers deal with exotic pets. And then we'll talk a little bit about this when we talk about toys for guinea pigs, but their teeth, they never stop growing. So it is vital that you have enough hardwoods or toys for your guinea pig to constantly be chewing on to keep those teeth nice and short in the length they should be. So guinea pigs' natural diet is grass. Their molars are particularly suited for grinding plant matter and grow continuously throughout their life. Most mammals that graze are large and have long digestive tracts. Guinea pigs have much longer colons than most rodents, but they must also supplement their diet by eating their feces. This is something that I found out. They produce special soft pellets which recycle B vitamins, fiber, and good bacteria back into their system for proper digestion. They're not the only animal that does this. Rabbits do it as well, but it is just something that you you need to be aware of. They are different looking pellets than excrement. They're very selective about what they eat. I will tell you that. Like humans, but unlike most other mammals, guinea pigs cannot synthesize their own vitamin C and must obtain this nutrient from food. If a guinea pig does not ingest enough vitamin C, they can suffer from potentially fatal scurvy. Guinea pigs require about 10 milligrams of vitamin C daily, which can be obtained through fresh, raw fruits and vegetables like broccoli, apples, cabbage, carrots, celery, spinach, blueberries is a big one for guinea pigs as well, or through dietary supplements or eating fresh pellets designed for guinea pigs. So guinea pigs enjoy having the space to roam. The domestic guinea pigs generally live in cages. Some of these are very large cages. I've seen people use baby gates and gated off a portion of a room for their guinea pigs. You know, they are explorers, but they do like their space. Bedding materials should be made from hardwoods such as aspen or paper products or corn cob materials. You want to stay away from the soft woods. It has over time been proven that some of that can be harmful over time to the guinea pigs. And you should also know guinea pigs tend to be messy with their cages. They jump into their food bowls. They'll walk through their water bowls. They'll kick bedding into their food and water. So just be patient with them. I mentioned before, guinea pigs do need a lot of toys or things to chew on to keep their teeth nice and short, and it is extremely important. I added some links in our show notes for some of our favorite guinea pig products. We have some great chew toys on there, fun tunnels for guinea pigs, recommendations for cages. Be sure to check that out. And again, before we go, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts so you're notified of a new episode. And check us out on social media at Pet Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And be on the lookout when this episode goes live. Check out our social media. We'll have pictures of all the breeds of the guinea pigs that we talked about today. And then check out our show notes for all the fun things you need to go along with your guinea pig. Thank you. We will see you next time. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pet Podcast. 
please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. This helps us reach pet parents and pet lovers such as yourself. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Pet Podcast. If you have any questions you'd like answered or ideas for topics you'd like to hear about, send us a message through social media or send an email to podcast at petpodcast.com. See you next time.